0: Bye. Friday, everybody, and welcome to the cutest Star Wars podcast in the entire known universe, The Mandalorian Man, where today I just finished watching episode four of season two, chapter twelve, The Siege. But before we get any further talking about today's episode, let's hear a word from today's sponsor. Oh, my goodness. I, uh, I really like that episode. Um, it's funny. I wanted to talk about I wanted to mention last week's episode or in general, how little I know about the expanded Star Wars universe. Uh, like uh, Katie Sackhoff's character is in like the cartoons. Like people know who she is. I, I don't know anything about that. I watch The Mandalorian because I watch the movies. And everything I, I know about the Mandalorian, I know from watching the Mandalorian. Um, I, I if I read about things, oh, that's interesting, that's interesting. But I don't. I'm sure there are Easter eggs and connections that I, um, I I will constantly miss. So I just put that out there as a disclaimer. But that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about the Siege, directed by Mr. Carl Weathers. Yes, Carl Weathers is back. Of course, I don't remember his, his character's name. And so is Gina Carano as a, a, a Cara Dune. Yes, Marshall Dune now. Uh, so our episode picks up with Mando and uh, the child. They're in the ship, but you know what? They realize they're not going to make it. They're not going to make um, where they're going, where they need to go to find Ahsoka Tana, I believe her name is. Um, they need... Repairs, uh, which we got a funny little moment where Mando is trying to get uh, Baby to plug a wire, like to to change these wires around in a little small space. But of course, the child is too um, curious and too like distracted, and, and ends up um, shocking itself, which was pretty funny. But now they needed to make a pit stop, so they go back to the planet. Uh, where they last were with Carweathers and uh, Cara Dune. I'm going to call them Carl Weathers the whole time. Uh, and they figured, you know what? We can get some repairs and we can see some old friends. And uh, they land. And right away we notice that the town they're in has been doing better. It's cleaned up a little bit. Cara Dune is the marshal. And it seems like uh, Carl Weathers takes care of the books and the... The um the government side of things, maybe you know the um the paperwork, you know the administrative side of things. I don't know, but he's basically tells these two people fix his ship up, spare no expense, and t- I want it brand new. So that ends all the worry about uh, Mando's ship in the first three episodes. Um, he, it, ship's going to be back to normal by the end of this episode. But one of the people repairing the ships looks looks back. I just turned my head. Looks back as Mando's walking away. And I was like, well, that's weird. That's got to mean something. And it didn't mean something until like the very, very, very end. Uh, But at first I thought, oh, we're going to get another one of these episodes where it's just, hi, I'm the Mando. I need to get um, to a goal. I have a goal I need to get to. But along the way, I need to have a little pit stop and have a little adventure. It seems like that's what was starting to happen, but I feel like this episode really brought the first kind of big, oh, this is what's going to be happening this season. Oh, there's a mystery. Oh, okay. We got a bigger story. Finally. Uh, I'm not saying that I don't love these standalone episodes. I do, Um, but I like, I also like the, is it myth building, world building, story building, whatever it is. Um, they go so Mando goes with um into town with them and they're like, Hey, you know, it's gonna be taking a while to uh get repairs if you wanna help us with something. He's like, What do you want me to help you with? I don't think those were the exact words, but they're like, Listen, there's this old base, okay? It used to be run by the Empire. There's like a skeleton crew there. It's not empty, it's pretty much empty. Uh, and it was just, it's, it's, you know, an abandoned base. Um, I think they said used for communication or something. And it's in this area where lava comes in though that, you know, so what we can do is we can use the lava to explode the base. Therefore, um, the, you know, the, the black market folks will, won't be able to scrap, get all that scrap stuff. Everything will be gone and we can try finally be a free planet and we can be used as a trading post for other planets. So okay, we have a mission. We have um, um, we have a goal, and there's an outcome that they want to happen. And Mando's like, "Cool, where do I sign up?" And they're like, "Listen, while we're doing this, oh, they didn't this happened before, but they they, they clean the place up so much that there's a school there now. And in the school, there's, of course, there's a seat open, so that's where they put baby. Uh, the child hangs out there the whole time. We get a cute little thing where. The child sees a boy with um, with little it looks like a macaroon, a little cookie. He puts his hand out, wanting some. The boy's like, "Nope," and then he uses his um, his his force powers to bring the cookie over to him. And they're like, "Don't worry, the child's safe." And the class is being taught by a I want to say protocol droid. It's basically the same model as C three PO. Um, I'm assuming this is just a uh, you know a a model droid that. Anyone can own. Anyone can build, including a small child um, who grows up to be um, a Darth, a Darth, a very Vaderish Darth. Um, that little boy had something in him that started with a letter M. Also, that I think we get referenced in. I think. I think that happened. But I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting ahead of myself. So they. Um, they head off to take out this base, right? To just, to, to destroy this base. They go with, uh, the blue fish looking man all the way from back in season one. And I'm, I, I should have stayed around for the credits and read them. But I think it's Horatio Sands. I think it's the actor Horatio Sands underneath the makeup. Um, he's kind of a, Hey, I don't want to do this. I don't, Hey, how you doing? Like he's a fast talking kind of comic relief um, guy who is, uh, he's, because he was arrested and he was returned for a bounty, he was actually given um, was it three hundred and fifty years, but um, and he's working for uh, I almost said Apollo Creed. He's working for Carl Weathers um, during that time, so they use him to drive his uh, speeder, his land speeder, to the base with the three of them. Oh my goodness! It's so late on a Friday night, and I, I it was about ten o'clock, and I said. I have it in me to talk, to watch it tonight. I think I do. Do I? And I did, and I'm happy I did. Now they get to the base, and this is where things get a little cuckoo. I wish I didn't watch the uh, preview because the problem with is the when you watch the previously on. All they're going to do is show you things that would be like, remove this, remember this, and remember this. These things here you need to remember from previous ones because they're going to come in handy. Now, if they just showed you previous, like, the last episode, you'd be like, oh, that's the last thing that happened. But when they show you specific things all the way back from, like, the first episode, you're like, oh, okay, well, that's happening, and he's going to show up, and that's going to be a reference. So it kind of spoils things in a, in, a, in a minor way, which I don't like. And I think I'm going to stop watching the previously on just just for that reason, because I'd rather be surprised. Not that I wasn't surprised, because when you're watching, you kind of, oh, yeah, and then you're like, oh, that's why they showed me that. You're not looking for it the whole time. You're not expecting, like I wasn't able to predict anything, but it's like, oh, okay, now that's why they showed me Like they showed the Horatio Sansa character. That's why they showed him. They showed the Doctor and, um, what's his name? The, the buyer, I forget what the, what the, the guy's name is. The director, um, famous guy who wanted the child in the first place to run the experiments on him. They showed, uh, and I think, okay, that's going to come in. And of course they showed Giancarlo Esposito moth, moth or moth, uh, moth Gideon. I don't know. It's one or the other it's F or TH. I don't know. Uh, and so I'm like, okay, all of those things are important. Now let's begin the episode. So, the episode goes on as we talk about. They head off to the base, and uh, they want to break in to just kind of destroy the place. Uh, Mando flies up to a like this um, bridge area, and all of a sudden, oh, you see a stormtrooper hit the ground, um, and it's like boom, stormtroopers hit the ground, and we realize, oh, uh, that's from a that's from a podcast that that quotes stormtroopers hitting the ground. If anyone knows what I'm talking about, it's a funny podcast. Mike and Tommy eat snacks. Um so he's like this oh yeah, the base is empty, huh? They get into the base and we see that there are other stormtroopers there. Ping, ping, boom, they take him out. There are like, you know, imperial like guys, I don't know what they're called. They they're, you know, like officers. Bing, bing, boom, they take them out. They just want to destroy this place. But then um they they find the core they turn on. They turn off the cooler coolant or whatever it is. It's not all that important to get this lava blowing to blow up the base. And the way they up doing is blowing up evidence because while they're in there, this is when things start to get interesting. We see these tanks, and we see some kind of creatures floating in the tank that look a little human. Um, they're a little strange. I don't know exactly what's going on, and then. The, um, the they're like we need to figure out what the hell this is so they turn on like the, there's a little computer there they get a communication that they found it was only three days old from the doctor and he's talking about running experiments and it's not working it was working with the child's blood because the child had it, it, the blood had um, a high m count and um, w- basically we'd need more of the child's blood and we know who the child is and Mando's like, I need to get back to the kid right away. The, oh, he goes, that must be an old transition, transmission. Transmission. Like, no, it's only three days old. It's like, I need to get back to the child as quickly as possible. So they, um, he takes off and then the other guys blow their way out of there. Bing, bang, boom. And, you know, it's, there's fighting and shooting and, and there's a great chase with some speeder bikes. And then we get some TIE fighters. I mean, we get some classic looking, uh, uh, uh machinery and some spaceships. Um, Space races, space chases, uh, so that is really cool. There, you know, uh, um, there's a gun on the back of this thing, and Carl Weathers is working the gun. Bang, bang, boom! He's shooting TIE fighters out of the sky. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Um, Mando. Oh, and then as the Tie Fighters almost break in on them, Mando comes with his brand new fixed ship, takes out the Tie Fighters. He's like, "Listen, I got to get going back to where I was. Any risk of Moff Gideon knowing where I am? If I, you know, I need to stick around before he finds out." They're like, "Thank you, Mandalorian. Safe travels, my friend." And they take off. I mean, he, him, and uh, Yoda, Yoda, baby Yoda, the child, the baby, take off. They. Um, and they fly off to their next adventure. Um, of course, not before we see uh, the child uh, with the same cookies that he took from the kid. Keeps eating them. Keeps eating them. After the, the battle with the uh, with the Tie Fighters, he threw everything up. It was very cute, very funny. Um, and Baby Yoda was great in this episode. Just little cute little things. He, you know, huh? he had some real fu- funny comic relief. Hopefully, no one will complain that he stole c- uh, candy from a child, and everyone's freaking out about eggs. So after Mando takes off, now we see like an Imperial battleship. I don't know what they're called. It it wasn't exactly the thing thing we'd see in the original Star Wars movies, but it was like, you know, you start below it and you realize this is a huge ship and we see the back of it. And this is where we see... um, is Is this what the New Republic is? That's what I never understood. I don't know about Star Wars. Is this the beginning of what becomes the New Order? And is the New Republic... The good guys that are the X-wing fighters, we see them, Oh, we see one scene with one of the X-wing fighters is trying to figure out what's going, what happened, because they ended up blowing up the base, and he's trying to do an investigation. And they're like, there was a Razor Crest, is that what it's called? And uh is like, look, man, I, there was no Razor thing here. I don't know what you're talking about. You know, nothing like that happened. And then he tries to recruit Cara Dune. Um, he's like, look, we could use people like you, we, you know, without your support, we, we, there's no way we can, we can make sure that these, you know, these things don't happen. Seemed like she was a little interested in what he had to say, but not that much. Um, but the big thing was on that spaceship, we see, um, an Imperial officer and I, I swear I recognize her. I think she was in like, I zombie. And then we see her communicating with that alien who fixed the razor crest, who turned. So that alien was like, um, oh, I got a little dog crying at the door. You know what? I'm going to take my dog out while we do this. We're going to do with an adventure. So the alien's like, um, the tracker has been planted on the ship. So and then she runs over to uh, Moff Gideon, and she's like, the tracker's been planted. Uh, and he goes, is, is he still with the asset? because he doesn't call it the child the asset. He's she's like, "Yes." He's like, "Good. Good." Um and he may, I forget what he said there, but that's how the episode ends with him backing off and you see all these um black like suits uh and I'm thinking, my first thought was, "Oh my god, they're all Darth Vaders." I like, wait a second. Those are the those are the um stormtroopers that he had before the black stormtrooper outfits um that that's being brought back into play. But that's pretty much how the episode ends. Um, I'm going to open the door and take my dog out now. So if you hear barking, just I uh, want to give you a little warning. It's just uh, just my dog staring off into the woods. She likes to do that. So the episode ends, and we know what do we know now? We know that um, Mando is heading off to where he needs to go in the first place to find Jedi. We also know now More importantly, that Moff Gideon and the bad guys know where... Well, they don't know where he's going, but know how to track him and know how to follow him. And that's what they're going to do. So now we're going to see... At some point, we may see Jedi, or whatever's left of Jedi, fighting um, with uh, Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon. You know, Giancarlo. Uh, But again... You know, the Jedi kind of, as far as we were concerned, they they they, um, they kind of went away at the end of Return of the Jedi, right? Okay, so Luke was the last Jedi. Well, actually, we, we learned that uh, he is not the last Jedi. But for a long time, he was. And they were going to train new ones. Yes, yes, yes. But in the meantime, Ahsoka Tana, did she go into hiding with, um, you know, during... At the end of uh, Revenge of the Sith. There's so much I don't know. There's so much I don't know. Because I feel like the whole Attack of the Clone... The whole uh, Clone Wars cartoon took place between, you know, episode 2 and episode 3. So, I don't understand. I don't know. Uh, but, I you know, I'm going to learn... I'm gonna learn. I'm gonna learn through the Mandalorian first. Everyone who watches all those shows will probably feel like, "Oh, this is such. This is so cool. This is playing ping, homage to the character." Oh, I look at that reference. Oh, look what she mentions. To me, I'm gonna be like, "Oh, look, there's Rosario Dawson." Um, but m- more importantly, what the hell was going on in that in on that base? Because it wasn't just a base; it was a laboratory. There's my dog. There's the barking. Now I'm back in the house. Hopefully. The barking is done. So, the big thing is what's going on in the lab. Now, that doctor talked about M count. He's talking about midichlorians, right? He's talking about the child had a high count in midichlorians, a super high count midichlorians. Why do you need a high count of midichlorians to create something? And what are you creating? And my first thought is, are they trying to create a clone of Darth Vader? Are they trying to create a clone of the Emperor? We know. Everyone knows now that the clone of the Emperor did happen, and it was, um, right. It wasn't a clone of the Empire. Were there multiple clones? Um, I, I don't remember exactly. I need to watch Rise of Skywalker again. But we know cloning. Obviously, we know cloning is a thing in the Star Wars world because we have the Clone Wars. Um, we have Boba Fett. Interesting. Now we have. Something else being made in the lab. it looked like a weird experiment. It looked like it was they were trying to grow a person um, were they tr- were they using midichlorians to do that? Was the empire using midichlorians to, or whatever the the fallen remnants of the empire using whatever technology um, they have plus the blood of the child to um, to make these clones of something I don't know, but it does make it exciting right. You know, maybe they are trying to clone Darth Vader. Did it ever happen? Did it ever? That's the big question. What and what was going on in the lab, and what did they need uh, the child's blood for? We're finally following up on that in the first place. Why did they want him in the first place? And now we're 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 like, okay, we're kind of seeing some sort of answer to that. Um, I don't know. If that's it, are we going to get little little more tidbits here and there? A little more, um, you know, uh, uh, little breadcrumbs? Or is it going to be answered this season? I don't know. But I really liked this episode because it started off with another, here we have an adventure. Uh, but then it made, it it grew the story more. It grew the story a lot more. And that made me very happy, very excited. Plus, we got to see stormtroopers. We got to see um, speeder bike stormtroopers. We got to see TIE fighters. Uh, we even saw an X-Wing fighter. It wasn't flying, but we saw it. Uh, it was a lot of Star Warsian stuff, which, of course, isn't a thing. But that made me happy as a nerd. So I just wanted to say that. I think that's it. Short and sweet. Um, with some dog barking along the way. But I think we nailed it. So I want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for subscribing. You know what to find me on Twitter and Instagram. The, the It's at Geek Mentality. Um, this podcast is called The Mandalorian Man, but I do other podcasts. If you go to fansnotexperts.com and search Geek Mentality, you'll find every podcast that I work on. There's a lot of them. Um, but, yeah, that's it. I'm glad I watched it tonight. Great episode. Can't wait. Looking forward to next week. Uh, in the meantime, uh, it's that time of year, so happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Have a nice, safe Thanksgiving. And uh, until next Friday, um, may the Schwartz be with you. Did I use that joke already? I don't know. Um, I have spoken. This is the way. Yada, yada, yada. Star Wars. Fabs not experts.